The date is Thursday, the 22nd of February. I'm Jason England, and welcome to Learn Something, the official podcast of NewRisingMedia.com, where I consume your brain space with weird and wonderful facts that you've probably never heard before. And on today's show, we're just going to go all out geek on this one with some particularly interesting questions, let's put it that way. For example, what is faster, a broadband connection or carrier pigeons? How much did Microsoft pay to get the exclusive on Grand Theft Auto 4 above PS3? And why are scam emails from Nigerian princes always terribly spelt? All this and more in this episode. Stick around. This is going to be a good one. And first off, we dive into the PlayStation, more specifically the controller of the PlayStation 1. Now, when you think of a PlayStation controller, what is the most synonymous part of any PlayStation controller? Besides me saying PlayStation PlayStation controller over and over and over again. The most synonymous part is the circle button, the X button, the triangle, and the square button. Well... Turns out that there was actually a bit more of a story behind the specific design of it. So, the PlayStation controller buttons mean respectively the circle button to this Japanese designer meant yes, the X meant no. That's pretty fair enough if you've ever had a school teacher mark your work in the past. Um, The triangle meant for a viewpoint, so one's head or a direction so like an arrow and the square meant a piece of paper so menus or documents did this ever kind of become did this ever translate into games well not really no (laughs) i mean i find it funny that i use the zero circle zero button what the hell am i on about the circle and next button's correctly in my Final Fantasy games but then it's completely ruined by using the triangle button for menus and the square for miscellaneous actions like they were designed for a specific reason why aren't you sticking with it goddamn Square Enix next up we go over to scam emails so as you well know It's quite a common issue, and to be honest, I've had quite a few that's come through on my email inbox as well, Um, usually from Nigerian princes or other people telling me that they can give me 42 million Ugandan dollars and that I just needed to pay a small fee or just to give them my bank account number and sort code, which, of course, I did not. Well, it turns out that many of them are as badly spelt as the emails that you get with such weird and wonderful phrases as give me bank account and sort code number so I will live now please that was a particularly funny one of mine but the bad grammar and spelling errors found in these scam emails and phishing attempts is done on purpose Spell checkers are intentionally 
not used by these scammers. Research by Microsoft suggests that these email scanners maximize their profits by entrapping only the most gullible who overlook the spelling. Scammers have to go through a lot of effort to successfully extract money from their victims, as Microsoft researcher Cormac Hurley suggests. At the interface between the digital and physical worlds, effort must often be spent. Each respondent to a Nigerian 419 email requires a large amount of interaction. Each potential target represents an investment decision. A less outlandish wording that did not mention Nigeria would almost certainly gather more total responses and more viable responses, but would yield lower overall profit. So if you tried to like convince more people, you'd end up getting less money. But in this guy's experience, the typical profile of the scam victim is the very vulnerable and easily confused, often the elderly. There have been some heartbreaking stories of people losing their life savings to these scams. They rely on people falling for them hook, line and sinker. Mr. Cluley, behind this research, recommends exercising the same caution online as in person. So, just because something arrives in a nicely formatted email doesn't mean you should believe it any more than if a crazy looking person on the bus said it to you. So, you're all geeks who listen to this. So, you've all probably got a few brain cells as to know what is and what isn't a scam on email. But if you're ever cautious, then that helps in terms of if things start to get smarter and it just helps. Helps you keep an eye out and be more alert of what potential scams are out there and how they could be changing day by day. Next up, carrier pigeons. Now, I know what you're thinking. When it comes to the question, what is faster, your broadband connection or a carrier pigeon? Many of you are probably going to say the broadband, even though the carrier pigeon would just be a more weird way of sending information. Well, it turns out that in South Africa, that is not the case. A South African company called the Unlimited managed to send data using a carrier pigeon faster than by using telecom, which is the largest South African internet service provider, their ADSL line. That is absolutely crazy. Um, to give you more context behind it, um, it took them four hours for a pigeon to transfer four gigabytes over 60 miles. In the same time, the ADSL line had only sent 4% of that data. That is madness. Bear in mind that this story was back in 2009. So avian carriers don't really hold candle to the more recent broadband introductions and innovations but it's pretty mental to think that just a short time ago literally nine years ago broadband was a very very different kind of slow slow beast and next while i have given the playstation good time on this episode it's only fair that I balance it up and give Microsoft and the Xbox equal time. And I talk about Grand Theft Auto 4. Up until this point, 
the GTA games had started their life as a PS2 exclusive. GTA 3, GTA Vice C and San Andreas were all the same. They start off on the PS2 and then between a year and 18 months later, it will come out on the Xbox and the PC. Now, when the PS3 came around and GTA 4 was just around the corner, they realized, Microsoft realized that they needed Grand Theft Auto on their console at the same time to make sure that they actually hit that sales window. Sales window. And didn't lose people to buying the PS3 just to get Grand Theft Auto. They needed a simultaneous launch on both the 360 and the PS3. And that's exactly what they got when they announced it at their E3 conference in 2006. Now, how much do you think Microsoft paid to get to get that deal, to get the game not just on the PS3 but on the 360 as well on the same day? Well, the number heard by a certain pundit, Michael Pachter, is 75 million dollars. That's not paying for an exclusive. That's just paying for it to come out on your console as well. They paid Take-Two Games $75 million. And that probably includes the funding for the first DLC packs too. The downloadable content packs Pacta mentions are the two GTA 4 expansions, The Lost and the Damned, and The Ballad of Gay Tony. And yeah, it's mental. But it gets worse in that the downloadable packs that I just talked about, Microsoft paid them $25 million for the rights to each of those episodes. That's right. So in total, $125 million was in Take-Two's pocket from Xbox because they wanted this game on their console as well. Money talks, I guess. And that is way too much money for a lot of talking. And finally, Google. So, as you know, Google is that pretty prolific search engine. You've probably used it on that big thing called the internet every now and again. Uh, you've also probably used a Google device. You probably use Google Chrome and so on and so forth. But obviously, Google has quite a long history on the internet. And I go back, I take you back to 1999. This is back at a time when the search engine website was as simple as it was today. Google brought in 16 students to test out their search engine. And upon reaching the site, they sat still for 45 seconds, just staring at the page. Why is that? Well, Google finally asked what was wrong because they were just as worried and all 16 people responded the same, that they were just waiting for the rest of the page to load. See, this is back at a time when the internet and websites were busy messes of web pages. They were gigantic eyesores, flash animations, and GIFs. And yeah, turned out that this kind of attitude to the internet was reflected across and onto, onto Google and onto people's expectations of what to expect from a website, which is why 
Everybody kind of questioned why Google was so plain. Luckily, plain and symmetrical design became a thing, and we now have some rather nice looking websites because of it. Insert random plug for newrisemedia.com here. Yeah. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all so very much for listening, whether you're in your car, at home, just walking about, listening to me at work, wherever I am invading your ears, thank you for taking the time to listen. Um, I am on many podcast platforms. If you want to show your support or just give any general feedback, I'm always keen to improve and make this show a better place for people every single Thursday. So do, if you're on Anchor, favorite the station and call in and let me know how I'm doing. If you're on listening to this on any podcast service, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, not Spotify Podcasts, because that's a very closed ecosystem, um, then do subscribe and leave me a rating and drop a review in the comments. The more five-star ratings we get, the higher up the search results we get. So anything like that is greatly appreciated. This is not the only bits of content that I make on the internet as well. You can also check my blog out, newrisingmedia.com, or you can check out my Twitch stream dedicated to my favorite console of my childhood, the PS2, on twitch.tv slash emotionengineer. Why is it called that? Well, the PS2 has an emotion engine. Every engine needs an engineer, so I am the emotion engineer. Streaming every single Monday and Wednesday from 6 p.m. GMT. Do a Google search and figure out what time that is in your respective areas. And with nothing more left to say, thank you all for listening. And I hope you have an amazing weekend. Take care. Bye.